Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And Chris Chmielinski from Numbers USA is on the line with us right now. How are you, Chris? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Tell me what you know about this caravan. Yeah, uh, well, well, we know that it, it's happened. Um, this isn't the first time that it's happened. It, ha it has happened in the past. Um, but this is the first time that really the national news media has, has picked up on it. And that's because it's the first time a president has really um, expressed some concern over the fact that it happens every single year. But it looks like you've got about roughly 1,500 folks from Central America making their way to the United States border. And, and they plan, they've, they've told reporters that that have talked to them on the ground there that they plan to take advantage of the asylum laws here that we have in the united states um for those that might not be familiar with our asylum process um if somebody enters the country even if they come in illegally they can then present themselves to immigration and customs enforcement or border patrol or border patrol or any law enforcement agent for that matter and and ask for asylum protections and as long as they claim and I, I say claim in, in quotes, as long as they claim to have a credible fear of for fearing their lives if they're sent back to their home country, um, then they're automatically admitted as, as a potential asylee and given a court date to appear before a judge and, and argue their case. And, and many, many, many times um, the, the individual doesn't return for their court process, so they just disappear into the interior of the United States forever. Now, now Chris, tell me if, if, I'm, if I'm correct in some of my assumptions here. I, I said that the real bad guys here are the people that organize this caravan because there may be people in the caravan who legitimately are seeking asylum, but but whoever is organizing this is just in our face. Yeah, yeah, and and the the, the organizers of these caravans ha have not made it a secret. They are open border groups. They they do not support borders, um, and and that's part of the reason why they're pushing for this. And and right, they're picking up extra folks as they're making their way up to the United States, and 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 you know, putting out a call, trying to encourage more people to join in. Again, they don't respect um, they don't respect international borders, national borders. They don't respect U.S. immigration law and, and they're they're just they're they're taking advantage of, of of some of these folks who as you say may have legitimate asylee um can make a legitimate claim to for asylum here in the united states and they're taking advantage of those people and allowing others to take advantage of it as well now the the president talking about sending the military is is the idea there that they that the problems are created when they cross the border. So if the military keeps them from crossing the border, they can't take advantage of the laws. Is that the way this works? Yeah, I think what I, I think what the government is trying to do, you know, obviously they're working the diplomatic channels with Mexico, trying to get Mexico to intercept them before they get to the United States. But it looks like, based on some of the more recent news reports that have come out this afternoon, that Mexico is not going to do that. They have apprehended some folks that haven't presented themselves to Mexican, Mexican authorities and declared what their intent is. Um, so they have taken a few people out, but for the most part, the, the care 
caravan remains intact, and Mexico's not going to do much more to stop them from from approaching the United States. Now, if they don't cross over to the United States, then then Mexico will will have an issue and 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 try to do something. But it doesn't look like they're going to try to prevent them from entering the United States. So I think the the hope of the Trump administration right now is let's flood the area where we think they're going to try to cross with with military personnel, national guard, you know, uh, federal law enforcement officials, depending on which way they decide to go here. Let's put them there so so these folks will be afraid to cross into the country um, and, and try to prevent it from happening. But once they're in here, if they know how to play the game, like I said, if they know how to they use the credible, credible fear loopholes to, to, to create a situation where they become um, a candidate for asylum here in the United States, then then they'll be able to stay here. Well, Chris, one report from TheHill.com said that uh, these organizers run seminars in Mexico on how to get around U.S. immigration laws. Exactly right. They're they're coached on how to use these loopholes. And that's exactly what they are. They are loopholes. Remember, somebody who is a refugee or an asylee under international law is somebody who fears um, fears for their life, essentially, back in their home country because of things like political beliefs or religious beliefs or even sexual orientation, things like that. These folks have made it quite clear that they are, most of them are economic migrants. They are coming here because there aren't any jobs in in Central America where they're coming from and because there is some gang violence down there, but they're not being persecuted because of their personal beliefs, which is really what a refuge, somebody, uh, a refugee is or somebody trying to, to claim asylum in the United States. You know, you think of, of some of the folks that left the Soviet Union in the, in the, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s that came here and and, and declared asylum because they couldn't practice their religion freely in the in the Soviet Union, or they did not believe in communism. Those were true asylees slash refugees, um, folks that are coming here just because there's no economic opportunities in their home countries. They do not fall under those categories. So, Chris, me being concerned about this caravan and and supporting the military going down there, am I a cold-hearted, wicked man? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's there are certainly issues in these countries that they're coming from. I mean, they're coming mostly from Honduras, Guatemala. Uh, there are issues down there that that need to be addressed, and we need to use foreign aid to help them. But you know, there's several million people living in Central America that would that would love to just at the drop of a hat come to the United States and live here and work here permanently. We can't take them all in. So the best way to help the most amount of people is to help them in their home countries, not to try to import them to the United States where, you know, basically they're, they're, they won't know they won't know the language, they won't be able to su- be successful and, and the vast majority of them will probably just slip into poverty and, and end up living off of welfare programs and, and that's not that's not what they say they're coming for. They're coming, they, they want to come here because they want to work, but there simply won't be enough jobs for them to for them to work here, especially if they're coming in illegally. Um, now if they are able to slip through the, slip through the asylum loopholes, um, they'll actually be, receive an employment authorization document, so they'll be able to legally work in the United States. But still, again, you know, going back to my original point, there are millions of folks living in Central America who would love to come and live in the United States. The best way to help all of those people is to help build up their own countries, not try to help bring them here. Chris, last question. What, based on your experience and, and Numbers USA's experience, what do you, what do you think is going to happen with this caravan? 
yeah, this is it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, how this plays out, because you know when 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 this was was happening, basically on an annual uh, on an annual um, every year when when President Obama was in office, you know he welcomed him with with open arms. So now you have a president in office who says, whoa, 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 we're not going to welcome them with an, with, with open arms. You're, we're not going to allow in people that are going to take advantage of our country. The problem is the administration's hands are really, really tied when it comes to what they can do under federal law. So there was a meeting at the White House. Some of the top leaders, some, some cabinet leaders met with President Trump, and, and they'll, they're going to meet with Congress. Congress returns from its recess next week. I think they're going to look at seeing if there's something that they can get through Congress to close up some of these loopholes to prevent a lot of these folks or future caravans from coming in. Um, but but really, I think the best thing the administration can, can do at this point is to do everything that they can to discourage those folks from entering into the United States. And again, you know, that's putting some law enforcement officials beefing up uh, the border security in the areas where they think they're going to cross, um, you know, saying we're not going to... You're not necessarily going to be able to stay here. We may send you home, especially if you file a fraudulent asylum application, and and try to dissuade them from crossing over before they even get here. Chris Chmielinski from Numbers USA. Thanks so much. Always good information. Thanks for having me. Okay. Have a good day. Now. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.